It was as long ago as the 60s when I was writing the book called HMS Saracen that my late father really began to talk of his own experiences at Gallipoli and on the Somme. As a boy, I'd sometimes listened to him speaking about them to his close friends who had shared the same nightmare of trench warfare, but he never mentioned them directly to me. The first half of HMS Saracen, which I read to him during the course of its writing, dealt with the ill-fated Dardanelles campaign, and it was that which encouraged him to speak openly about the Great War. He had served as a major with the Royal Engineers, as well as the famous Gurkha Rifles, but it was in his first experience as a very junior subaltern that he was to feel the true and brutal impact of war. Little more than a boy, he found himself in complete command of the remnants of a battalion at Gallipoli, and later, on the Somme, with the youth of Britain dying in countless thousands on every front, he endured things which never left him. In his own way, he passed some of his experiences on to me, and for that I am grateful. Part 1 Per Mare 1915 Chapter 1 The smart two-wheeled trap stopped on the brow of the last hill, the sturdy pony steaming in the bitter winter air, irritated, no doubt, knowing that a warm stable was so close to hand. The groom held the reins lightly and glanced at his passenger. Here, sir? Just for a minute. Captain Jonathan Blackwood removed his hand from the man's arm and thrust it back into his greatcoat pocket. For these few moments he needed to get a glimpse of the great estate, Hawks Hill, where he had been born and had grown up with his brothers. There was an icy haze above the red brick walls by the gatehouse, like a sequence in a dream, he thought vaguely. The distance helped to remind him of what it had once been like when as children they had played and explored the old house and its maze of cellars and attics. It had been built originally as a fortified Tudor farmhouse, but had been added to considerably over the years. There was still part of a moat to one side of the wall, now a home for geese and swans. Jonathan looked down at his uniform, that of a captain in the Royal Marine Artillery. The badges and marks of rank were the only things that distinguished himself and other Marines from a regiment of the line. For this was mid-January 1915. He felt his body stiffen as he saw a tree bare of leaves standing alone by the roadside. Another memory. Did anyone here in Hampshire, or anywhere else in the country, know or guess what was happening out there across the English Channel? The war, which had already raged for five months, the war that would, it was confidently predicted, be over by Christmas, which had already ground to a bloody stalemate of unbelievable and horrific proportions.